controllers, listen up. Give me a go, no go for launch. Public nudity. Go. Illegal narcotics. Go. Dog shagging. We'll go flat. Bubbler. Bubbler's go. Poo in the shoe. Go flight. Road rage. Go flight. Roid rage. Where you go. Brown paper bags. Go. Eclipse containers. Go. Chinese restaurants. Go flight. Peanut butter photography. Go. Billy Idol. Billy Idol. Billy Idol. Just wait for some power. Breezers. Where are go? Phantom biters. Lighters go. Fingers and dates. Where go flight? Launch control. This is fire up 30. We are go for launch. everybody if you thought we were in trouble a couple of weeks ago our near disaster mission is in critical mode commander stephen ferris once again lost drifting above amy park in melbourne taking the nrl coin and we are in desperate trouble so fire up welcome to fire up this morning on fbi radio has called on the a team to turn this ship around at the controls our new commander please say good morning to AFL supporter, that's how much trouble we're in. And from Tune Up on FBI, Stuart Coop. Good morning, Stuart. It is fabulous to be here on a show where we're talking AFL, right? <laughs> of course we are. There is no chance that we're talking AFL this morning. Right, so tonight, Richmond play Collingwood. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Next door you'll find the Melbourne Storms take on the Cronulla Sharks in the preliminary final number one. And we've got two marvellous guests joining us this morning, Stuart, who I, I loved your work on the 7.30 report last night, by the way. I was pretty happy too. I thought I looked okay. It was all right. You look magnificent. Yeah, can we talk about the football? No, we cannot talk about the AFL. Football is rugby league. From ABC Sport and the exploding multimedia conglomerate that is Ladies Who League, Ladies Who League spin, about to be involved for the ABC in the Women's Big Bash League commentary, Brittany Carter, good morning. Good morning. How are you feeling today? Yeah, good. Um, waiting for next week because it's going to be all systems go. We go AFL Grand Final Cricket, Southern Stars playing uh, the White Ferns at North Sydney Oval and then straight into the NRL Grand Final. So next weekend's going to be massive for us at the ABC and I'm sort of just trying to get myself ready for it. Well, one out of three ain't bad. At least you're covering the NRL Grand Final. And also joining us, he's a writer, a director and a producer in film and television. So I don't know, is that like a five times threat or something like that? <laughs> uh, he's half of the alternative sports commentary team, Tippy Tappy Sports. And his company, Backseat Rebel, might have something to do with our beloved Bidden Chickens. Good morning, Nikos Andronicus. Good morning. Great to be here. Nikos, how are you feeling about rugby league at this particular pointy end of the season? As a Broncos supporter, uh, oh, no. the season's over. Um, looking forward to... 2019. Is the Wayne era over? No. No. And if it is, that just uh, it does not bode well for the Bronx. I, I don't know who they would replace him with who could be anywhere near as good right now. Well, Ivan Cleary might bode on the market, but uh, that's another story which we might cover a little bit later. Now, look, we've got the A-team assembled, and you're probably already going, gee, Fire Up has improved a lot. And, you know, there's one clear reason for that, and that's the fact that Stephen Ferris is not with us. It happens to be the FBI supporter drive at the moment. It's a little bit of a party for what can only be described as a troubled teen. FBI is just turning 15 and all the problems that that involves. And therefore, it desperately needs your support. 
the opportunity to sign up now as a supporter for FBI. The standard sign-up fee, $10 a month, $5 a month for concession. And if you're like me, passionate, because let's face it, all rugby league fans are passionate, Stuart, something the AFL doesn't really understand. Uh, you can sign up for $15 a month. So call now, 833-22945. And look, we've got a couple of prizes to give away at the end of the show. We're talking about the bin chickens a bit later with Nikos. We have, of course, the Taramara Rugby League Football Club shirts, which have the bin chicken logo. This is about taking rugby league back to its true heartland, the upper North Shore of Sydney. So ring now, register your vote. Do you want Stephen Ferris permanently off the air? Give us the size of your shirt and you have a chance to win a shirt at the end of the show. And if you want to keep him on the air, and I guess there might be a couple of family members who might want to do that, they can ring as well on 833-22945. Sign up now and you can win a Taramara Rugby League Bin Chicken T-shirt and keep Stephen Ferris on the air. Make sure you tell us your size. Generally, tell us how you feel about the uh, pointy end of the season. You can text on 0409-945-945. But let's go old school. Let's ring on that hard call line and sign up now as a supporter. That number, once again, 833-22945. Now, we're talking about old school communication, but Rugby League right now, guys, is awash with issues in relationship to social media. And you both look within an age group that I can't relate to. (laughs) Uh, I have no idea about social media. I've got a Nokia 300 XB, no screens, no anything like that. I think DJ Godfather's got a good following on Twitter and Instagram. DJ Godfather, that sounds like an echo from a time long gone. (laughs) But Todd Greenberg, NRL CEO and Suprema, has issued a very stern warning on the back of the South Sydney... Now, was it FaceTime or Mm. Facebook Live, Pro? FaceTime, yeah. Right, thank you very much. Technical term there. (laughs) Nikos understands it. And he says the probe might run into grand final week. Very convenient for the Rabbits in their clash coming up against the Roosters. But when Greenberg speaks, and uh, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this, but um, we always pay great respects to Todd Greenberg. We say hello to him and his family. We want to thank him for everything he does for rugby league. I assure you share these sentiments. You'd both be Greenberg fans. Amazing. Yeah, big one. There you go. I love the Administration crawling. deluxe. <laughs> and Todd says, with social media like Spider-Man comes great risks and all of us need to be very careful. And of course, we are talking about the South Sydney FaceTime controversy how have you guys reacted to this? Is is this something of great concern to you guys? Are you losing sleep over it? Not really, to be honest. I, I just... I think it's blown out of proportion. Everyone loves to be outraged about something these days. Um, I don't think the story is great and it doesn't paint the Rabbitohs players in, you know, a, a brilliant light. But overall, is it a massive issue we really need to be worrying about? No. Nikos? Well, I mean... In Germany, it would just be called free body culture. Right. <laughs> so it's, I think it's just, you know, I think we probably just need to uh, move on. Occasionally, some drongo drops his trowel, and uh, we just have to and say, what an idiot. Thing. Like, Trent Merrin did the nudie run a day or so before this story came out, right. and everyone thought it was hilarious. Right. Although he did put one between the sticks during that run, didn't oh, he? Oh, so it was more talented. So he was actually, he scored two points on route. speaking metaphorically there. And. and <laughs> Well, look, I think there's, there's issues around what is and isn't consensual behaviour. That would be something that needs to be sorted out during the probe. But uh, the conspiracy theory is writ large this morning that, in fact, the Roosters may have had something to do with it. The young woman concern comes from a Roosters family. Could you see the Sydney Roosters getting involved in this sort of skullduggery to try and upset the South Sydney bandwagon? Oh, anything, really. It's a massive rivalry that spans 
over 100 years. So, you know, anything you can do, <laughs> I guess. I think the inference is a poor... I mean, Nick Politis, he, he, no one is cleaner, right? <laughs> well, I tell you, if there's one person who's probably less social media savvy than me, it's got to be Uncle Nick. I mean, Uncle <laughs> Nick would have nothing to do with this sort of behaviour. But he knows, he's probably got a nephew who kind of has a start-up that's got something to do with, you know, socials. He go, oh, my nephew's into that. So, look... Uh, no, not casting any allegations here, but I'll just leave that sit. Look, I think that what this really does shine a bright light on is the importance of uh, new media in football and, you know, gathering new markets. And social media ain't all bad. Um, for example, Valentine Holmes, the Sharks' number one, uh, reported this week that he has the Cronulla coaching app. I don't know whether you guys have downloaded that on your phones, but it goes ding and suddenly there's a whole lot of images of Billy Slater. Now, in the modern, you might panic if you you know get a message on your phone, you've got images of a rugby league player, but apparently these are packages of Billy, you know, in terms of his offensive alignments, how he moves, etc., etc. So when you get a, an image of a rugby league player on your phone, it's not always a bad thing. I think that can be very inspirational. It takes me back to uh, footy cards. You know, if I ever got down, I'd just uh, whip out a card of Dale Shearer or someone, you know, <laughs> running it back from, uh, from the touchline somewhere and just remember that, that if Rowdy can do it, so can I. <laughs> what happened to Rowdy? Yeah, I don't know if we want to know the answer to that no, question. No, no, possibly, possibly <laughs> not. Is that, is that why you transferred to the Broncos, Nikos? Are you... um, I, I always had a soft spot for Rowdy as a, as a Maroons supporter. Um, but uh, there's a few great fullbacks from Queensland back in that day that were just kind of, you couldn't quite read them. Rowdy was one. Paul Hoff, obviously, another. Too, too tall for anyone to actually see what expression he had on his face. I love Paul Hoff. I love a tall rugby league player being reasonably um, tall myself. And there's, yeah. there's not, not enough of us, I think. Oh, I don't, totally. Don't quite understand what that is. Something about centre of gravity or. Anyone who has to trace skill. their foot, he had to trace his foot and send the tracings to England to get his shoes made because oh, his feet him. were too big. I absolutely hear him on, on that one. But of course. This show has a, a great white whale, and I speak, of course, of Russell Crowe. And Brittany, it's probably the same as... Have you ever had Russell on Ladies Who Lead? No. Have actually. you tried? No, actually. I'd be worried he might throw a phone at me. Or was that Mel Gibson? <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the, the concern right now is that Russell, he's, he's actually um, upgrading in terms of his weaponry. He's been reported as he's becoming a skeet shooter. And former Olympian Russell Mark is training him in the great art, and they're saying he's got two shotguns and a large lockbox nearby. Apparently something to do with the fact that he's working on the new um, true story of the Ned Kelly gang. I don't know about that. <laughs> but Russell is very social media savvy. So basically, as a Rabbits player, you get a certain level of texting from Russell during the regular season. During the playoffs, mm. it goes up. Mm -hmm. All right. So your phones are awash. And I mean, how would you feel if you got a text from the great man? That would surely inspire you to great heights against the Roosters tomorrow night, wouldn't it? Does he use emojis, do you reckon, Russell? Do you reckon he gives a little kissy face or... I don't know, just some kind of palm tree or just something nice at the end of his gruff messages. He'd probably use the big gun one, surely, to like give them a bit more of a pep talk and a yeah, or, or customised, you know, master and commander. Oh, you know, gladiator's <laughs> an obvious one. I was the thought... thumb up, thumb down. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. The thumb down emoji. I mean, his his coaching method would be beautiful mind style, blackboard covered in algebra, kind of impenetrable tactics. Yeah, I mean. The game is so lucky to have Russell in it. And, and look, he's also a master of mind games. During the week, he's come out and he's done the classic underdog card. And let's face it, a team that is owned by Jamie Packer and Russell Crowe screams underdog to me in the South <laughs> Sydney Rabbitohs. And he goes, Easts have an incredible roster of superstars. 
And for once, me and Russell actually agree on something because to me, they are not East, they're Sydney, and it drives Rooster supporters mad if you call them Sydney. I can't call them Sydney. <laughs> well, Russell agrees with you. He says, they, well, they are the minor premiers and the benchmark club. I mean, brilliant mind games, isn't it? You know, the Roosters is the benchmark. I wouldn't even consider the Storms, you know, as being in the conversation. And he goes, the atmosphere will be charged. Uh, tomorrow night at Allianz and its final uh, uh, walkthrough for a rugby league game. It's an eastern suburbs home game, but the stadium sits in South Sydney Territory. It's virtually a home game for us too. Is this possible? Can you have two teams playing at home at the same time? This is the problem with having that ground as both those teams' grounds. I mean, th- these problems were made created in the 90s, weren't they? The same thing with the Sydney Olympic Stadium, right? Because exactly. Because I think of that as being like the Bulldogs' home ground, but then sometimes the Dragons will get paid money to have their home game there. And it's sort of like, no, this is not our home place. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Yeah, yeah, they all get a good financial kick from playing at Homebush. So, you know, money talks. Money can talk you out of playing at your actual home ground. Yeah, and out of an atmosphere as well. And the South supporters aren't exactly travellers. You know, we, we, we no. laugh about um, oh, Cronulla players, you know, Manly supporters, they're not travellers. Cronulla player and supporters aren't travellers. South players couldn't even travel to Homebush last weekend. Yeah, yeah 100%. It's almost none of them there. 100%. They walked a couple of kilometres 20 years ago in support of their club and that was it. Um, Russell sort of uh, puts an underline on the whole thing. He goes, it's a fitting tribute and send-off to Allianz Stadium. Service to our game, to union and football. I like how he draws that distinction. He goes, I'm pretty sure the fateful of both clubs will rattle the old girls' rafters one more time. I never ever thought of Allianz Stadium as an old girl, but it seems that Russell and Gladys are simpatico. To draw uh, just an underline on this importance of social media and rugby league, uh, Mario Fennick is even taken to Twitter. And he said, (laughs) after, I'm sorry, Brittany, because I know you're a Dragons fan, correct? Yes. He said... In relation to last week's game, we came back from the dead, dare to dream. Look, I think what we can work out is somewhere, like Mulder used to say, that the truth is out there. Sam Burgess is relying on the truth is out there. Social media, we like you. Rugby League, we love you. We'll be back in a moment. does want ice cream that's what i always say you're on fire up i'm here with Stuart coop i've got Brittany carter and nikos andronicus with me in the spaceship and we are part of the fbi supporter drive we're looking for you to sign up pledge your support ten dollars for uh, a standard per month uh, membership fifteen dollars passionate per month five dollars for concession there's a bunch of major prizes you can win in this supporter drive which i think finishes next friday if i'm 
are not mistaken, you can win four VIP tickets to Laneway, the Laneway Festival 2019. You've got your gang of views, Courtney Barnett, Parquet Courts playing amongst a stellar lineup. A one-year membership to Marrickville Yoga. Now, Nikos, Courtney, are you yoga people? <laughs> I yeah. am. I just came from yoga. Right, right. So you would um, attest to the benefits. So a year's membership at Marrickville Yoga would be your ideal price. Yeah, Ugh. downwards dog can, can make for a very productive day. Sign up now. Uh, you can uh, uh, win a Yamaha guitar and amp, and I'm assuming that's an amplifier. I don't know. I don't really know the technical jargon, Stuart. Is that, have I got that right? Let's vote for AMP. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Can we talk football now? No, we can't. Taramara Music uh, is offering a Yamaha guitar and AMP, the Music and Booze Company Party Pass. I think that just says it all. And, and a $1,000 Airbnb voucher. Now, the number is 833-22945. There's the added bonus that you can win a fire-up T-shirt if you vote to keep Stephen Ferris. You can win a fire-up T-shirt if you vote to get rid of Stephen Ferris. You don't even have to ask for the T-shirt. But if you do, let us know your size. 833-22945. This station is a trouble teen. It needs your support. It needs your help almost as much as rugby league. Now, tonight down at Amy Park with Stephen Ferris spinning the wheels of steel, the Cronulla Sharks tape on the Melbourne Storms. The big news is is that Gallon's shoulder is out, ligament detached. Brittany, you thought he could play on with a detached ligament with, uh, from his shoulder. Why did you think that? Just because it's Gal. I mean, he's going one more year again. I understand he has to look after his body, but he's the sort of player, a bit like James Graham, that if someone's coming on to take him off for a HIA, he says, no way, face palms them yeah, right. <laughs> and stays on. So, yeah, I didn't know if he was just going to tape it up and play on, um, considering, you know, they're, they're probably in with a chance too. Storm haven't been at their best this year. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Sharks roll them tonight. Loss of Cronk, big factor, you think, for the Storms? Uh Yes and no. I mean, Bellamy's got, like, soldiers coming through, hasn't he? There's, like, an army of them. No, 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 he's got cyborgs. Let's face it. (laughs) Clones coming through. Yeah, no, I don't know if he's been such a big loss to them. I feel like there's just other things that haven't added up for them this season. I mean, I'm thinking no Gal, no Wade Graham, because he's too busy drinking cider in an Uber or whatever he does these days. Yeah, that is strange. I think it's going to be forty nil to the storm. Really, really. Yeah, I think they're going to. Dis- I think they're going to destroy them. Okay, and you agree with uh, uh, Brittany's assessment that Gal is soft, not playing with the detached ligament. Well, the Gal Graham, these kind of blokes. The descriptor you're looking for is mad. I think yeah. rather than hard, like playing with a broken face. It, it's not a good idea. But you know these blokes. They've you know they don't have decision making abilities at that level. Let's be honest. Yeah. Right. So. Play with a broken face. Darren Lockyer at least decided not to play with a broken face in his last ever game, right? Do you remember that? Like, there was some talk that he couldn't be flown down to play with a depressed cheekbone, so they were going to chopper him. I would have thought Lockyer would have just walked. Yeah. You know, sort of Messiah style from Brisbane down to Sydney. Forrest Gump style, yeah. Yeah, Broncos' lack of commitment. Um, uh, Aaron Woods, who may well be taking a starting role in Gal's absence, said, we'll wait and see with Gal. I'm not sure if he's in in or out. I don't care as long as I'm playing footy. So clearly that's an unhappy club. Yeah, but camaraderie doesn't sound great in that quote. No. I'm I'm actually disappointed that Gal's out because I feel like mm. it's... I know he's not in the New South Wales team anymore, but it's almost like New South Wales captain comes up against Queensland captain. It's like we've got that origin mm. rivalry happening in this match. Totally. They really don't like each other, do oh, they? No. So it's always good to have two blokes who don't like each other in close physical contact. And the question is always, why don't they like each other? But we've um, just had a renewal from David Thompson from Lily Pilly, who's voting to keep Ferris. Uh, David, I don't understand that, but thank you very much for your support. (laughs) 
This short Stark Storm, there we go, Shark Storm's enemy has been running for some time now. Last year, uh, Chambers uh, called Paul Gallen a drug cheat as they were walking off the field. Is, is that fair? <laughs> yeah, because he was. <laughs> right. I mean, any, it's a fact. Any comment? Oh, no comment on that one. <laughs> was there any greater moment in rugby league than when uh, Cameron Smith was simbing at Sharp Park early in the year? How did you guys feel about that? I mean, it's all. I mean, you know, you know, something's become cult when when you look up a player's name on YouTube and the first page is just that again and again. And and a lot of people have uploaded Cameron Smith being sent to the bin. That's his major highlight of 2018 for the YouTube uh, audience at large. And big in international markets as well, I believe. Massive, you know, man. The Chinese are well into yeah, it. Yeah, north of Europe, like huge fans of the Symphony. Rugby league sometimes is a bit of a soap opera. And I feel like that happening was like home and away playing out. Someone's always going to die. You're sort of wondering when it's going to happen. And then it finally happens and you just actually can't believe it. You actually can't believe it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, 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 you know, everyone who was there, you know, well, I wasn't, but they'll talk about it to their grandchildren, Mm. you know. People who never met each other were hugging each other and Mm. kissing and, you know, all the big leagues we've been torn up as ticker tape. And there there was a man dancing down the street with a hat a la the end of the Second World War, like, you know, war is over, Smith has been... We uh, my my tippy tappy sports colleague Damien and, and I um, often like to put together fantasy highlight shows. Uh, most highlight shows are just great tries, but we like to do like maybe a twenty to one best um, line dropouts, twenty to one best knock ons, and I think definitely twenty to one best sin bins would be a great show. Someone should oh, do that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, we've had um, a text here. I must praise superstar DJ Stephen Ferris for the tunes last week at the Dragons versus South Games. Dropping under pressure, which is the Queen uh, David Bowie track after Anna Reynolds had kicked the field goal. Uh, see you at the FSS. That comes from Todd. Uh, superstar DJ Stephen Ferris. I think Todd might actually be Stephen Ferris. But <laughs> the, uh, the rivalry has exploded again uh, in the wake of this particular game. So... I think maybe Matt Pryor referenced the Melbourne Wrestle. Have you ever heard this, that Melbourne wrestles? No, I thought they were great tacklers, just really effective tacklers. Yeah, really, really well coached. Anyway, Bellamy has taken umbrage with this and uh, has uh, you know, called the Sharks out. Now, now, Flanagan has disagreed and said we never use the word grub. Um, sure, niggle, wrestle, but not the word grub because those things aren't really grubby behaviours. But I think that uh, Bellamy had something to say in riposte. The Sharks, you know, like, you know, saying they're going to go after Cameron Smith. Well, you know, what else is new? But I don't think the Sharks are like that. They're telling us, you know, we're the grubs and they're holier than thou, the squeaky clean Sharks. Please give me a break. You know, it's, I think most, most other clubs in the competition would be sitting back laughing at that. Them calling, you know, saying that, uh, you know, we're the grubs and we do this and we do that. Well, you know, um, as I said, you know, they're trying to make out they're holier than thou, they're click, you know, the squeaky clean sharks well I think we all know no better than that and uh, at the end of the day we're you know, as, as they've kept telling us all week they're a very tough team and they're a very disciplined team uh, sorry tough team and a very experienced team um, a disciplined one I'm not quite sure about that but again um Fire Up at Fire Up on FBI very clever relates to the radio show that's been on FBI radio for many years. They are mad league fans. Some of their goal from this year. I think Andrew Bolt will be a huge failure in the A-League. Oh, that probably should have been on the soccer show. Uh, Manly really suffering from poor facilities here in the second half. An observation cutting of games at Brookvale. 
Uh, hearing reports that the guy that let Thurston go, the guy that let Ponga go, and the guy that didn't sign the Beatles are forming a support group. Yeah, so there you go. This is why we need you to call now, 833-22945. We need to improve the technology here at FBI Studio because you got a double whammy there. you got Bellamy banging on about the squeaky clean sharks, which I think none of us would regard the sharks as squeaky clean. But what? the storm aren't squeaky, squeaky clean. Does anyone remember the salary cap issue that they had not that long ago? Well, maybe a couple of premierships are involved yeah. in that, Brittany. I mean, did you see the storms as beyond reproach, Nikos? I mean, it's rugby league. I mean, it's like a bunch of blokes covered in mud arguing about who's clean. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Just accept that you're all grubs and let's just get on with it. We love the... It's a grub fest. Yeah, well, true. And is it, is, can you have a squeaky clean shark? I, mean, I know they have those little parasites that sort of keep most of the marine growth off them, but they've normally got a little bit of, you know, surface material when you bag a shark, don't you? I can't believe we're even talking about a team that involves Paul Gallen in any way and the prospect of them being clean. It's <laughs> Paul Gallen. And thrown into the mix, we also heard Andrew Voss on the fan this week who was talking about the greatest social media, which is a bit of a theme this morning. Be careful on social media. Thank you, Todd Greenberg. All the best to you and your family. Uh, the, the best Twitter accounts in rugby league. And, of course, Fire Up was mentioned, and you heard some of the examples there. Now, technically speaking, Brett Oaten still does that account, but we're absolutely prepared to take all credit for it. And Todd from Ransgate just texted in and said that he signed up as an FBI supporter because of the great Brett Oaten, which was just a wonderful thing for him to do. It was my love of the show that signed me up. My reward is the daily enjoyment of FBI radio and uh, is keen for uh, Bin Chicken Show. It doesn't even matter to Todd. That's how important it is. So why don't you sign up now? 833-22945. Pledge your support. Tremendous array of prizes to be won. And uh, you can also express your fondness for Brett Oaten. Rebecca from Marrickville has done just that, and she signed up. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Now, just to finish on uh, the fact that the game is full of grubs, it's also driven by hate. And, and I want to give you guys additional reasons to hate teams. The Melbourne Storm has already booked suites at ANZ Stadium for the grand final, which they're not in yet. Is that the ultimate hubris? Awesome. Awesome. It's called confidence, mate. I didn't used to like the Storm, but there's something almost retro about their arrogance now. And I, I find I feel, I feel like I'm going to be nostalgic about how arrogant they are. It's just ironic, though, that a club based in Melbourne is so, you know, have such well, a big good. head about their status. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're the closest thing to a Queensland team that's still in. So, uh, you know, I can't help but uh, be on side with be them. attracted oh, to them. And if, if you want another reason to hate the Sharks, I think it's well known that our new Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, is a Sharks fan. And Stuart, is there another game on in the precinct tonight? Absolutely. I mean, this is probably tonight is the, the, the pinnacle of this season for the AFL. Um, you know, a lot of people think the grand final has been played tonight. Now that we are finally, thank you very much, talking about some real football. Um, tonight down at the MCG on the hallowed turf, uh, Richmond play Collingwood. I mean, that is such an annoyance. There's going to be over 100,000 people uh, tonight for this game. And, you know, much as, you know, we always look forward to that last Saturday in September uh, for the grand final, it, it, there's almost a feeling that after tonight there's going to be a bit of an anticlimax. I completely tuned out then. I wasn't Only listening. after tonight? Yeah. Anti I feel like the anticlimax was a while back, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going there. <laughs> I completely tuned out. He said there was another game on, and apparently it's true because Morrison is going to Collingwood versus Richmond when his beloved Sharks are playing next door at the same time. What an outrage. It's been well exposed that Morrison is actually a union fan and that the Cronulla supportership is a front. Oh, my goodness. You heard it here first on Fire Up. All this hate. How do we get some love into this game? 
25,000 people in New York City. I asked them, are you fired up? And they were all fired up. And I asked them, are you ready to go? And they're all ready to go. I tell you what, there's a lot of love in this room and hopefully we can do something about these bitter rivalries that are occurring in the preliminary finals in the rugby league. Now, we've had some love from some FBI supporters that have signed up. Max Palfrey from Potts Point, renewed because he wants to support his music. I'm sure he's speaking both of the music of this wonderful station and that played by the great Stephen Ferris. But someone speaking more to my heart, Will Barling from Croydon has said, cut Ferris, thumbs down, and he signed up as a passionate supporter. That's the type of commitment we want to see. Thank you very much, Will. So, eight double three double two nine four five. we need your support for this troubled team in its 15th year FBI. Fire Up is in its 13th year. We're beyond troubled. We're plunging towards the Earth's atmosphere, and it's going to end badly at the end of the season next week. Remember those major prizes, four VIP tickets to Laneway. Brittany, you'd sort of like that independent music feel, wouldn't you, at a Laneway festival? Yeah, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I'm probably too busy with sport. To okay, right. You're saying you're a Farnham Braithwaite Toto fan. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Nikos, we've talked about the importance of yoga to you, a one-year Marrickville yoga membership. But uh, are you a guitarist? Could you use the Yamaha guitar and amp from Taramara Music? I actually am. There you go. I could. Flamenco? So long as it's left-handed, I'll be, I'll be left-handed. Left-handed? Are you like yeah. Paul McCartney? Yeah. New album? Hendrix, Cobain. Did you see that Paul McCartney's new album went number one in the States, but only number three in the United Kingdom? Has he lost his fan base in the UK? Yeah, there was probably a, a Britain's Got Talent compilation out that week. <laughs> yeah, so the Music and Booze Company Party Pass, a double pass to the Festival of the Sun. That sounds like my sort of deal, my sort of caper. And a $1,000 Airbnb voucher. These are the major prizes. We can announce part of the prizes that will be announced on this show next week are two tickets to the grand final. Yep, two tickets to the grand final. And I refer, Stuart, to the NRL grand final, not the AFL <laughs> grand final played the previous day now look we're really really thrilled to have Brittany Carter and Nikos Andronicus with us Brittany your involvement in rugby league your rugby league story what are you doing at the moment please share it with the fire up faithful well we've got about three episodes left of our ladies who league podcast to go Uh, we've actually got Hannah Hollis and Lucy Zelich on Monday coming so that'll be fun Terrific. The episode goes for like two hours and we have those two on, so it's going to be brilliant. I'm going to be there late cutting it up, but no, I've really enjoyed it this year. You were on recently, Chris, and you actually... Rating Spike, was it? Yeah, yeah, that you did, but we weren't happy that you used the platform to try and get rid of Sweet Caroline. Well, look, I think that's that's an unfair (laughs) allegation, Brittany. I want to get rid of Sweet Caroline, The Horses, You're the Voice... And Toto's Africa. Sweet Caroline is now rugby league kind of canon. Well, you know, well it's, you it's Pat Lobbyan. You hear the song, you get your gear off. Totally. Yeah, we've all done that, let's <laughs> face it. When was the last time you nuded up to Sweet Caroline, Nikos? Oh, a couple of hours ago. Stuart, can you cue it up now? Is there any chance? <laughs> Stuart's desperately looking for the song. And, and, and you, you, you work with Mary Kay. I mean, she, yeah. is she a tyrant to work with? Oh, she's very hardworking. Um, yeah, I, I just can't believe her schedule and her life and how much she does for for sport and for women in sport. But, um, yeah, I feel very sorry for her. Every week we have to talk about how Parramatta are doing badly. I think I've played Simon and Garfunkel at least ten times this year, so I'm pretty sick of that song. So hopefully they'll get a win for her at some stage next year. Uh, but, yeah, we're moving into cricket season now, which is pretty crazy to even think about. 
So we'll convert to ladies who leg spin very shortly. And right, we'll right, and that. and that sounds a silence. I assume you're playing the. Yes. You, you haven't thought about playing the disturbed version at any particular point in time. <laughs> no. Right, I'll, but I'll, don't give her ideas. I'll tip you into that. Look, I, th- I think all Parramatta people do pour themselves into their work because they've got nothing else to really live for. <laughs> yeah. I think you've also confirmed she's a tyrant. But what are you doing in North Sydney Oval coming up later this month, I think? Yeah, so I'll be sidelined for the Women's Cricket uh, International right. T20 against New Zealand. Uh, yeah, really looking forward to that. And ABC got the rights to all the Women's Internationals and Women's Big Bash this year, so we'll be very busy during summer. But uh, as a cricketer myself and as a women's sports supporter, I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be great. Terrific. Now, Nikos, you've got um, a, a lot of connections to sport, to comedy, uh, to music, so you shouldn't be on this show. But um, <laughs> you actually call Vanuatu's first ever league international. Am I correct in saying so? Yeah, me and Damo from Tippy Tappy uh, somehow got invited to go to Port Villa back when they played their, <coughs> pardon me, played their first rugby league international, which was against Greece of all teams. And um, when we showed up there, uh, it, it turned out we were the only media present so we were given red carpet treatment uh we were in the commentary box at port villa stadium by ourselves calling the game to like thousands of people tuned in and listened from all over the world to this bizarre game between vanuatu and greece and uh it was it was an awesome experience so we made a doco about it called a nevan odyssey which you can watch online and um that kicked off a few other doco projects that we did uh since then sports stuff so there's a cricket one about why australia can't beat india in india called vinda losers that yep. we did last year for um Osterio and there's a Rugby Sevens thing we did for the ARU. Um, we actually were meant to do a doco in New Zealand about why the Wallabies can't beat the All Blacks, but this is true. Michael Checker actually vetoed the doco. Yes, well, he's a man under pressure right now, isn't he? Yeah. His things are going so well for the old Czech. He had a mafia meeting with Damien in Kuji at a, at a cafe and kind of uh, his minder arrived early and said, no, Czech will sit there and you'll sit there, you know, back to the wall kind of thing. And uh, so, wow. yeah, we didn't end up uh, making that. We, I mean, what could you have said about that other than uh, they're playing the wrong sport? They should be playing rugby league. 100%. 100%. Now, who won out of Vanuatu and Greece out of interest? Vanuatu won. Oh, sorry. Greece Greece won quite um, convincingly. They had a few players that were in um, um, like uh, under-20s Melbourne um, systems, as they say. Uh, and Steve Georgialis pulling them from everywhere, isn't he? Mm. Oh, totally. Mm. Steve Georgialis was the coach. Oh, so, I love Georgialis. Yeah, so they formerly involved with the Tigers. Yeah, we gave him a bit of a ribbing about that at the time. Actually, about what was going on there. Um, but Vanuatu put in a pretty good show, you know. We were the Tigers were playing the Dragons after an Origin game, and Georgialis was sitting behind me at the Origin game, and I said, "How are we looking on the weekend, Steve?" He says, "We'll we'll flog him. I think we got beaten by fifty, but um, good now, Blake, look, though. Now look. Tell us a little bit about the Bin Chickens animation that you're involved with because we're very fond here. And as we said, if you call now on eight double three double two nine four five, give us your size, give us your vote, keep or get rid of Ferris, keep or get rid of Fire Up, you can win one of our Taramara Bin Chicken t-shirts, our Fire Up t-shirts. What's the series about? Uh, so me and um, my friend Dave Carter, who's an animator, made this um, short series for the ABC last year called Bin Chickens, an animated show about three ibises who live at Darling Harbour and struggle against the system, basically. that They're, they're just stand-ins for you and me. Um, ibises, they're, they're just underdogs trying to live their lives despite the government and bureaucracy trying to ruin them. And um, uh, so every episode, they accidentally, on purpose, destroy an ugly Sydney landmark that right. we decided 
needed destruction. So in the first episode, Barangaroo gets the 9-11 <laughs> treatment, so to speak. And uh, another episode, the casino burns down. Uh, and it, it's very happy endings as far as we're concerned. Um, and uh, now we're working on a long-form version of the show. Uh, so hopefully one day it will become the next home and away or, I don't know, g- a country practice. Or- oh, I'm, I'm more a neighbours guy. Can, no, you give me, can you give me a reference point? Yeah, yeah. I, I watched the third episode last night where they end up in the uh, the urinals at home nightclub and yeah. were somewhat suitably affected. Yeah. But the, the theory there was that that little spiral fountain was cemented in. Has that happened in real life? Yes. Yeah. That's tragic. Well, I mean, it's just a symbol of the, the, the you know, the powers that be ruining our lives and and us having to kludge a solution every time to try and find some pleasure so our ibises decide to go and wash in the urinals at home because there's nowhere else to, ha- to have a wash anymore and they get high because the obviously it's the urinals at home this is what happens and look you know the world is get, get going out of control i mean that fountain i remember tiny tim i'm very fond of tiny tim was interviewed in that fountain and that we've lost that iconography to- well it's it, it's about nostalgia and not throwing out everything and that's uh, talking about the sydney football stadium like th- we are actually now nostalgic about that someone the called it the old girl the old girl my god it's you going. can't and someone uploaded a highlight you know, nrl.com h- uploaded highlights of action at the sfs and and my heart was just warmed you know renoff's 90 meter try in the what, a 93 grand final it was magic yeah well of course the 89 grand final when canberra beat the tigers an extra time i say tear it down and Stuart, someone's texted in and said sweet caroline was first played at the afl let's face it it was appropriated from american culture the afl no no originality at all correct Sorry, did you say something? <laughs> exactly. Now, look, we'll talk about more cultural destruction when we come back to wrap up and talk about rivalry number two, the Easts and the Souths clash at Allianz Stadium, the old girl tomorrow, where we'll get to see the sand shifter, Damien Cook, run around. you guys is when you see this sort of behavior does it fire you up i mean certainly fires me up ben now damien cook as i said there's a hundred dollars for the first rugby league commentary team who doesn't mention that he's a former beach sprinter mm. but i've done the research he was the helensburg stanwell park surf life saving club Brittany, damien cook close to your heart yeah, he actually used to walk me home from school after um, getting off the bus every day. So we had a mutual friend. He lived like two streets away from me. And um, his family are really embedded in Helensburg culture. Yeah. But he was always like 20 metres ahead so of was you. Just, like, up skipping no, rent. no, no. Yeah, he was like cutting driving behind us constantly, just working on his little Benji step. No, not at all. He... um. Yeah, very talented footballer. He's actually said that when he finishes up, he wants to go back and play for the Helensburg Tigers, and we get a massive showing back home uh, for every home game, so that's brilliant. 
My partner Mary Jane says he looks like a, a movie star from the 1940s. I think she's a bit sweet mm. on Damien Cook. He's always immaculately groomed, I must say, for a hooker. 1940s faces. Uh, they're great when they show up in rugby league. They're terrific. Yeah. Well, you know, that takes us back to the roots, doesn't it? And I guess we really are going uh, back to the roots of the old girl tomorrow night for the Roosters versus Souths. If there's two teams as well documented by the great Russell Crowe in the Book of Feuds that dislike each other, it's those two teams. I've done the research. The feud essentially comes from the fact that Ron Coote, the great rabbits and roosters great, not yet an immortal, but maybe next time, he was born in 37 Meek Street, Kings, Kingsford. Mm. Early on, that was roosters territory, and his father, Jack, played for and won a premiership for the roosters. Then Ronnie's born, and it's rezoned rabbits, and he ends up playing for the rabbits under the rules and then went across to the Roosters, and Rabbits fans were so upset they ate their pet rabbits. Yeah, so it's like um, putting your kids into primary school. It, you know, it depends which catchment area you're in. Now, look, um, how do you guys see the, the clash going tonight? Who's going uh, tomorrow night? Who's going to win it? I'm pretty confident that the Rabbitohs will do it just because of the way that they played against my poor Dragons um, last week. And, you know, I have been on this show before and touted my love for the Rabbitohs as a second team, so I'd much rather them get through than the Roosters, to be totally honest, with a bit of bias. Mm. I, I would rather that too, but I have a feeling Kronk and Tedesco, with a week's rest up their sleeve, they, they're going to be too good for them. Look, I mean, there is a lot of hate, and we want to give you more reasons to hate these teams. I think another reason to hate the Roosters as a Tigers fan is... Teddy Tedesco, who you just mentioned, the Nikos is prepared to change teams, but he's not prepared to change his studs. He's worried about putting on... Because he's been slipping over a lot on that greasy old girl surface mm, at Allianz Stadium, mm, mm. but he's not prepared to risk another knee injury. So, I mean, the fact that he's so willfully prepared to change teams but not his boots annoys me. And as for Adam Reynolds, who kicked three field goals last week, it was fantastic. Yes, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Keep rubbing it in. Yeah. But he credits his training from Port Adelaide AFL team. I mean, this AFL situation, Stuart, what are you doing to our rugby league? What are we doing to your rugby league? Giving you some, some skills, some motivation, some... Oh, lots of things. It's funny you bring that up, though, because Valentine Holmes and... I think it was Jason Tomoello came out this week and said that NFL actually helped them improve their game. So we're even going cross-code to America to get inspiration now for league. Well, they spend a lot of time playing Madden on PlayStation, so they're all, they're all NFL freaks, but mostly just via a screen. I still wonder whether Mario Kart is transferable to rugby league. Is there any skills that you can get from Mario Kart that could be introduced into the game? I think, the I think, a, few of the, the I think a few of the players have, uh, have walked the rainbow road. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. Now, look, we've really, really enjoyed uh, having both Brittany and Nikos and Stuart in, uh, all backing up Stephen Ferris's absence uh, uh, for this supporter drive. As we said, eight double three double two nine four five. some terrific prizes that can be won. And the two T-shirts uh, that will go out to Rebecca at Marrickville and Will at Croydon for uh, their support today, we want to thank them for that. We want to thank uh, Terry Ball, who designed said T-shirts for us. But remember, all those wonderful prizes, VIP tickets to Laneway, yoga membership with Marrickville Yoga, Taramara Music Guitars, the Music and Booze Company Party Pass, the $1,000 Airbnb voucher, and two tickets to the NRL Grand Final. Eight double three double two nine four five. This drive will continue. We need your support. For a mere $10, $5 concession, $15 passionate per month. Just a couple of things to, to wrap off, because we, we talked a lot about the hate that is in the game and the need to be cautious on social media. Um, 
How have you reacted to the huge news that former Roosters great Sonny Bell Williams is taking on Stu Laundy from The Bachelorette in his next boxing match, banger under the hangar, December 1? There's got to be some more bouts between fired up rugby league players and bachelor contestants. That I would watch that. Well, I've always said that I'd like Osher's job. Like, because, you know, I just don't think he has the metronomic qualities of Chris Harrison from The America Bachelor. I'm sorry. If you did not receive a rose, take a moment, say your goodbyes. Osher tends to freeform a little bit too much. Mm. I've spoken to him about this. Mm. But I, I, I don't want to see Osher in the ring. But Would he freeform against, you know, uh, I don't know. Um, Paul Gallen. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's, you know, there's, there's an interesting... Well, I mean, Sophie Monk v. Paul Gallen. Could that be a double mm-hmm. card? I don't know. There's, there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of food for thought there. And look, finally... To leave on a positive note, because we really want to be positive and uplifting and have people ringing up 8332945 and of support for FBI. So we leave you with a message of positivity. The great news is that in the grand final, the mascot race will be on again. How important is the mascot race to you, Brittany? Oh, I mean, I wish they would televise it so that people that aren't at the game can actually watch on and, you know, maybe Happy Dragon will actually get through and give, give us some hope. And, and do they actually race the horse, Nikos? Do we get the Broncos horse actually out there at ANZ next weekend? I'd be, weekend? I'd be good for that, but I'd rather they got, like... Who's that Tigers old bloke who used to support the Tigers? Well, Laurie Nichols. Yeah, they should get the equivalent of Laurie Nichols for every team to have a race. You know, yeah, old-timer so veteran fans that are allowed on the field kind of thing. There is that guy, Random South Supporter, that bobs up at sort of international uh, fixtures, like the guy used to have the John 316 sign. Right. So, yeah. Get him on. There, there's, there's a concept we can leave you with. We're going to work. We're going to workshop that in the off-season. Get the most radical, recognisable supporter of each team. Put them in, in a singlet. Fire them up. Put them in a fire-up T-shirt. And take rugby league to the masses. You've been on fire up. We'll see you next week for our grand final show. Have a tremendous week, everybody. See you soon. So tune in again next week when we invite a veritable breadline of nobodies and wannabes to flesh out another rip-snorting roundup of rugby league shenanigans, slander and smut right here at the home of radio's most fatuous footy confab. Fire!